it's Rob, and this is What's on Joe Mind's Rack Time, the show where we discuss the latest G.I. Joe comic releases. This week we've got G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 264, part 3 of Artificial Intelligence, written by Larry Hama, and art by Netho Diaz. The story starts off with the mind-controlled Destro and the Baroness arriving with Alpha-001 at Revanche Corporate Headquarters in New Jersey. Alpha-001 takes over the minds of all the Iron Grenadiers present, and then has them begin to reactivate all the Blue Ninja androids that the Grenadiers have neutralized over the past few issues, while it makes a new robotic spider body for itself. We jump to another part of New Jersey where a ridiculous-looking woman is trying to get a psychic reading from a disheveled-looking fortune teller who is Crystal Ball. The woman is Zartan in holographic disguise, and he has heard rumblings that something big is going on at Springfield, and he wants Crystal Ball to go to Springfield and find out what's going on. The next scene is the big one for the issue. We cut to Kalingaville in some part of Africa, where a familiar group of characters is sitting in a run-down restaurant. If you haven't read the issue and you don't like spoilers, stop now. You've been warned. Around the table are Horror Show, Stormovic, Shrege, and Colonel Brekoff, members of the October Guard that we haven't seen since Special Missions issue number 26, because all those characters supposedly died in that issue in graphic detail. All four of them have clearly been out of action and under the radar for a long time. Horror Show is running the restaurant, and Stormovic and Shrege have been training mercenaries. Colonel Breckoff reveals that he has gotten them together to discuss what has been happening in Springfield, which is where he's been living undercover. He's gotten them together because he has learned that Cobra is planning something big, and he wants their help in stopping it. They're hesitant until Dana and Dragonski walk in and say that Cobra's moving against Snake Eyes, and they're going to help the Colonel because they would rather side with honorable soldiers than let terrorists get away with whatever they have planned. So the original October Guard is back, and I think that's clearly intended and not a sneak peek forgot he was dead situation. The former members are talking like they have been off the grid for a while, so maybe they somehow survived and were either disavowed by the Russian government or they just went underground. I imagine that now that the knowledge of their survival is out, we'll get that story soon. The last half of the issue is an action sequence where Scarlet and Throwdown battle white supremacists that have taken hostages and are going to blow up the Statue of Liberty. The two Joes, with an assist from Lowlight and a park security guard, make quick work of the terrorists. Cobra Commander and Dr. Mindbender are watching the events unfold on the news and reveal that they plan on capturing Snake Eyes and using the brainwave scanner to turn him to their side. They, of course, don't know that Sean Collins has replaced Snake Eyes, which may reveal a double meaning to the artificial intelligence title. There's a lot to unpack this week, because in addition to the big reveal in issue 264, this week IDW also released to comic shops a free preview ash can of the upcoming G.I. Joe No. 1, written by Paul Allure and art by Chris Evenhaus. I hope I got that right. The preview opens in Cobra Occupied Chicago, where we see the character in the red jacket from the cover solicitations watching Duke running from what looks like Cobra Vipers. While he's running, we see Duke drop a wad of paper in an alley. The young man in the red jacket is running deliveries for a grocer, but says that he used to run contraband before the war ended in Cobra 1. He sees Duke fighting off Vipers before reinforcements led by Major Blood come in and corner him. The man in the red jacket walks down the alley, Duke drops the paper, and he picks it up. Inside the paper, it looks like it's a flash drive, and he motors off with the flash drive. Meanwhile, Duke has finally been subdued, and Major Blood lists him as a hero of the Battle of Staten Island, liberator of Sierra Gordo, and a consistent thorn in Cobra's side. Blood tells him it's over. Duke smiles and accepts Blood's surrender, saying that that's the only way that the Joes will stop. I have to say, I love the art for this preview. It's clean, it's clear, and it's very energetic. I'm really excited about this series, and I'll be checking it out in September. I think it could be an exciting take on these characters. 
That's all for this episode. I'll talk to you again when the next new releases come out. Until then, I'll see you at the Comic Racks.